Hello, my name is Ian Farmer, and I appreciate you listening in to the countdown today. As always, here to talk about sports news and topics today. The NBA, which is you know usually my main topic uh, of sports, nothing right now, nothing. NFL Thursday, Thursday night football, NFL kickoff between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And college football just started. That's going to be the main highlight of this video. But my last but not least is going to be my final changes to my NFL predictions this season. Uh, we saw a lot in college football this week. I'm sorry that I didn't have a whole lot of episodes last week. But life's just kicking butt. But it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Week two, a reminder. Uh, Ohio State versus Oregon, which is kind of the main uh, matchup. Iowa State and Iowa in uh, in-state matchup, and Michigan and Washington. That's going to be interesting considering Washington just got upset by Montana. But without further ado, let's hop into it. The main matchup of week one was Georgia and Clemson, and Georgia took down Clemson in a, in a defensive showdown. Uh, DJ struggled throwing 10-37 with no touchdowns. One of Clemson's biggest issues was not running the ball, considering how many times DJ got sacked. I mean, running backs combined for nine carries across the board in Clemson's matchup against uh, Georgia. DJ handed the ball off to a running back nine times. Clemson's defense, however, looked better than previous years. Clemson's defense looked amazing. They held Georgia's offense to one field goal. Georgia's one touchdown was the pick six. JT Daniels. JT Daniels proves to be Clem, uh, Georgia's quarterback. He threw 22 of 30 despite no touchdowns and an interception. Guys, they played against Clemson's defense. That pit, they, they would have went into overtime without that without that big six from Georgia. But at the end of the day, Georgia got the win, and Georgia's offense can develop and improve throughout the season. If you're a Clemson fan, if you are a Clemson fan, before we move on, if you are a Clemson fan, do not worry. Clemson has one more tough opponent, Boston College, who I predict will go around 8-4. and four. If they beat Boston College, they will certainly make the playoffs. However, either way, I think that they will struggle in the playoffs. DJ's young, young quarterback. He's going to have time to improve. No question, he's going to have time to improve. But right now, Clemson is not a championship. They're a championship-level team, but they're like the back of it. They're like, oh, let me think here. They're like the Seahawks and the uh, NFL, you know, NFL, or, you know, like the uh, Ravens, you know, somewhere around there. But yeah, Georgia takes down Clemson, which is... Was a wrong prediction for me. Wrong prediction for me. However, it happened, and Georgia looks kind of tough. One of my favorite now favorite teams in college football, UCLA. They upset LSU thirty-eight to twenty-seven. Despite the loss, Derek Stingley Jr. is a must is must see TV. 
Uh, the safety, he's pre- he's projected to be a top three, top five pick, the safety from LSU. He is explosive, versatile, and yes, the best defender in college football. At me, if you have a problem with that. Uh, Tom Thompson Robinson, UCLA's quarterback, went nine for 16 on 260 yards. Three touchdowns, only one interception. UCLA is very run heavy with Zach Charbonnet. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And Britton Brown. Two, um, UCLA's running game is a two-headed monster. Uh, they both combined for over 200 yards. UCLA has a lot of potential and will have a massive home field advantage this season. UCLA's home field, man, explosive and erupted, dude. UCLA's home field erupted Saturday night when they uh, faced LSU. That was very good. We always see UCLA dominating basketball. It's, it's, it's cool to see them dominating football, get a big win there. Um, and and their uh. At their home field against LSU, which is a, despite not maybe not being very good this year, yes, they are a college football powerhouse. But yeah, UCLA is one of my favorite teams to watch. I mean, their running game, Thompson Robinson is like Lamar Jackson and Michael Vick. I, I like him. He threw nine passes. They ended up going for 260 yards. Can't make that up. Can't, uh, can't train that at all. Can't teach that. Yeah, I like UCLA this season, guys. I like UCLA this season. I think, you know, the Big 12's got a lot of good teams. They got the, you know, you got Oregon, who's probably the best team in the, what did I say? Pac-12. Uh, Oregon's one of the be- probably the best team in the Pac-12. We'll get to Oregon in a little bit. Washington, despite their losses, still okay. Arizona State, USC, you know, USC's up there. But I think UCLA can make a run for the Pac-12 title. Watch out for UCLA this season, okay? Ole Miss takes down Louisville last night. Louisville's quarterback actually kind of looks promising. He led the team in passing, rushing, and receiving yards. He put the team on his back. Ole Miss is one of the most underrated teams in the SEC. Louisville is not it this season. They've never been it in football, despite having Lamar Jackson. And actually, when they had Lamar Jackson, my Kentucky Wildcats still beat them, a team that, that does not have a reputation in football whatsoever. But yeah, Ole Miss is just one of the most underrated teams in the SEC. That's really all I have to say about that. Utah's quarterback looks good, along with supporting, well, along with, uh, you know, supporting cast. He threw for 233 yards, two touchdowns, 10 of 27, 140 to 17. Utah and UCLA played this season. That is going to be massive. A massive primetime matchup. Both really should be ranked by then. Utah's already ranked. I think UCLA. Actually, we'll get to the uh, college football rankings here in a little bit. I'm going to do my reaction. UCLA. It's number 16. Okay, so they are both ranked. Utah went up to 21. So these teams are both ranked. I'm just I'm ready for that matchup. Who knows? Could be the two best teams in the Pac-12. We'll have to wait and see. I won't go that far yet. Teams like Oregon, USC, and uh, Arizona State, like I said, very good teams. But yeah, I said Utah is one of the most underrated teams in the country, and I proved to be somewhat right this week about that. 
Notre Dame survives Florida State. That was a really good game. That's probably the game of the year so far. Notre Dame won 41-38, but that was a really, really entertaining game. That is as entertaining as you can get in college football. 41-38, it went to overtime. Florida State missed a kick, which cost them the game. Uh, obviously, the uh, the big story is Florida State's quarter, uh, quarterback who made his debut with the uh, Seminoles uh, Sunday night. Notre Dame, man, I'm not saying Florida State's bad, but considering that Notre Dame is a top 10, they're number nine, they're a top 10 team, they're, um, I have no question that Notre Dame is going to struggle this season. They're trying to break, they're trying to break in a new uh, quarterback, Jack Cohn, who didn't look bad whatsoever. Four touchdowns, 26-35, to 35, 366 yards, and only one touchdown. But they're still trying to break him in, and I think Notre Dame, just like Clemson, like I've said, will take somewhat of a step back this season. I think, despite the win, I think I am so I'm pretty be somewhat right about that. Minnesota gave Ohio State a scare. However, C.J. Stroud, man, he threw for 294 yards and four touchdowns. I like C.J. Stroud. I I think he played well. This, I mean, I think he played well this week. I think he played well. Minnesota controlled the first half and part of the second half of the game. I like C.J. Stroud. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. His draft stock could rise. I We haven't heard about him until Friday. Uh, Thursday. <laughs> His draft stock could rise. C.J. Stroud may be the most underrated quarterback in college football. I said it. Michigan fans, Michigan State fans, Northwestern fans, I don't care who you are, Minnesota fans, any anybody come at me for that. I think C.J. Stroud may be the most underrated quarterback in college football. Ohio State's defense struggled, but other than that, I mean, great start starter win for Ohio State. They had some uh adver- they had some adversity hit them. Minnesota gave them a run for their money, 45-31. Didn't take the lead until later in the uh in the contest. That is good for Ohio State, a powerhouse that's used to just kind of you know rolling over teams. No question, that's uh that's good for them that they can know how to close out games late. Uh. Minnesota, though. Minnesota still look great. I think Minnesota may be the, may be the most underrated team in the Big Ten. I like Minnesota. I like the way they played against Ohio State. And I can't wait to see what's next for Minnesota. Okay. Hate to have to talk about this. If you watch the podcast, you can probably sort of guess what it is. Virginia Tech takes down North Carolina. All offseason long, I said, Sam Howe is the number one pick in the draft. He's better than Spencer Rattler. He's better than uh, Liberty's quarterback. He He's just better. Sam Howe is the number one prospect in the NFL this season. Other than maybe Kavion Thibodeau, the defensive uh, lineman from Oregon. Well, week one, my argument did not get backed up at all. Terrible look for Sam Howell. 
he now could potentially, his draft stock could potentially uh, fall. I mean, if he keeps on playing like this, it's going to plummet. He'll probably barely get drafted. He threw three interceptions versus a unranked team, Virginia Tech, a team that even in the ACC we don't really hear about. We hear about Clemson and Notre Dame and Boston College. Yeah, Virginia Tech beat North Carolina. They beat North Carolina. Not a good look for Sam Howell. I was wrong. Speaking a top, high-level quarterback quarterbacks this season for the NFL draft. Oklahoma almost lost to Tulane. Almost. We would have had the top two quarterbacks in the nation lose their first game. Not a great look for Spencer Rattler, man. He threw two interceptions, only one touchdown. He went 30 of 39, so he, you know he's obviously not necessarily de- deteriorating uh, through. Uh, had a good completion percentage. Found the, found the open receiver. That football works. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, after week one, I'd probably just say Spencer Rattler is probably now my number one pick. But I mean, neither of them ne- necessarily played well. And who knows? Who knows? Liberty's quarterback could really uh, make a run for the number one pick. We'll have to see. Or the, uh, you know, the top quarterback taken in this year's draft. DM me and tell me who you think the best quarterback in college football is right now. Tell me. It could be Bryce Young from Alabama, which I won't, I won't really talk about Alabama in this uh, this uh, podcast, which I maybe I should. But, I mean, yeah. Let's move on. Fresno State almost beat Oregon. KB on Thibodeau uh, left the game. He had a reported sprained. He had a reported sprain. I forgot uh, what where it was, what body part it was on. Uh, nothing to really say about that except, uh, yeah, I don't think Oregon's beating Ohio State this upcoming week. I don't think. I think Kevion Thibodeau is really good, but I don't know really how much more they have. I think they probably get rolled by Ohio State this week. And, yeah, I hope Kevion Thibodeau is okay. Iowa State almost loses in-state battle. I mean, there's a lot of teams, a lot of really ranked high teams that are, like, losing or almost losing to, like, really, like, low teams. I uh, Brees Hall rushed for 69 yards on 23 carries. I mean, that's not bad. He's still a Heisman candidate for me. Iowa State beat Northern Iowa 16-10. to 10. I mean, Ohio State's D look good, which is good. Uh, just got to get the offense going with Brees Hall quarterback who's uh apparently supposed to be very promising just got to get that offense going you know they can really make a rollout only thing i'm going to say about and i hope i'm not rushing through this the only thing i'm going to say about alabama and miami is, is that it is the definition of why i do not like college football miami was ranked number 14 for week one alabama was ranked number one still is Look at college basketball. Number one team. Let's say it's Gonzaga. They're pretty, pretty much going to be the best team this year. Let's say Gonzaga. Number 14 team. Eh, Kentucky. Yeah, somewhere like that. You're not telling me Kentucky don't have a chance against Gonzaga? They, it, maybe if it's at Rupp Arena, they may not beat Gonzaga. If it's on a neutral field, they may not beat or... 
give Gonzaga a run for their money, give them some adversity. Miami couldn't even step on the field with Alabama. They're ranked number 14 in the entire country. There are 350 Division I colleges that compete on a Division I athletic level. Number 14 couldn't even step on the field with number one, scored 13 points. That's, I, mean, I don't know, I, that's usually one touchdown and two field goals. I didn't watch the game, had no interest in the game. That is why I struggle with liking college football. I'm getting a lot more into it this year. It's changing over time. I'm getting more into college football. But I've definitely had my jabs with college football, and it's not been not been pretty, man. I have not always liked college football, for sure. Last name, probably the last but not least. Um, oh, the Cavaliers are now eyeing Ben Simmons, or still are eyeing Ben Simmons. Just came through. Only thing I'm going to say is my Kentucky Wildcats looked pretty good this, uh, this uh, uh, Saturday, even though we only played UL Monroe. We had two wide receivers that hit over um, 100 receiving yards. Running back played well, and our quarterback, Will Levis, which is actually a transfer quarterback from Penn State. He was the backup at Penn State. Looks pretty well. Looks pretty good. Last but not least, well, no, actually, we're not going to go last but not least yet. We're going to check the college football AP poll. And, yes, if you guys are watching this, my Panthers and Hornets podcast is up please go check that out it's gonna be my first episode i'm really excited to do it really excited to try and put the work in for you guys so um yeah i'm uh very happy that i get to do that for you guys trying to find these eight people i had it a minute ago and i lost it because you know that's just me that's just me yeah, I thank you guys for listening today. It's been uh, awesome getting back on here. It's been a little bit just, you know, busy, like I said. Okay. I found the AP poll. Alabama is number one. Wow, I didn't realize this. Georgia went up to number two in the country. Georgia is now the number two ranked team in the country. Number three is Ohio State. Ohio State obviously getting past Minnesota. I said I think C.J. Stroud is arguably the most underrated quarterback in college football. Oklahoma, who, although they struggled against Tulane, still won. Spencer Rattler didn't look as bad as Sam Howell, so Oklahoma at four. Texas A&M at five. Clemson dropped to six. Cincinnati. Notre Dame went up a spot. Notre Dame went up a spot. That really surprises me. Iowa State went down to nine. Iowa, they blew out Indiana. That's something I forgot to talk about. Iowa blew out Indiana. Yeah, Iowa's not at number 10. That's that's really low. I don't think they're a top 10 team, but after that win, not saying they don't deserve it. Penn State, a number 11 after their win over Wisconsin. Oregon at 12. Florida, USC, excuse me, wow. USC, Texas, UCLA, Coastal Carolina, Wisconsin, Virginia Tech. Whoa, Virginia Tech at number 19. Virginia Tech moves up. Virginia Tech moves up. Wow. After the win against North Carolina. I mean, their defense definitely proved they're a top 25 team. I don't think their offense really did, but that's okay. 
Ole Miss at 20 after their blowout win over Louisville. I don't agree with that. Louisville's just not a very good team, but no, not taking anything away from Ole Miss. Ole Miss is still a good team. Utah, Miami went down to 22. That's something else I don't agree with. Okay, they just played Alabama. Why did they drop eight spots? College football committee. Okay, I'm thinking, I'm stop, I'm pausing for a minute. Please listen to me, my please listen to me, college football committee. They played Alabama and you dropped them eight spots. So now you now, now you think eight teams are better because they lost to Alabama. It's kind of pathetic. Arizona State, North Carolina at number 24, and Auburn slides in at number 25. My old, one of my old teams, my boy Cam Newton played there, all that. Yeah, that's my reaction. Let's get into last but not least. I just read you all that off. I'm gonna make I made some changes, which resulted in a few changes to my uh overall playoff. Okay. I'm gonna read all this out to you guys, okay? AFC North, Ravens 12 and 5, win the division, Browns 11 and 6, Steelers 6 and 11, Bengals 5 and 12. These are my original original record predictions. Titans at 11 and 6. Colts at 10 and 7, Jaguars at 6 and 11, Texans at 4 and 13, Bills 12 and 5, Dolphins 11 and 6, Patriots 7 and 10, and Jets 3 and 14, Chiefs 14 and 3, Chargers 11 and 6, Broncos 5 and 12, Raiders 7 and 10, Packers 11 and 6, moving on into the NFC, Vikings 7 and 10, Bears 7 and 10, Lions 3 and 14, Buccaneers 13 and 4, Saints 9 and 8, Panthers 8 and 9, Falcons 6 and 11, Washington football team 7 and 10, Cowboys 10 and 7, Giants 5 and 12, Eagles 4 and 13, Rams 12 and 5, Seahawks 11 and 6, 49ers 12 and 5, and Cardinals at 9 and 8. I'm going to tell you guys what I made changes to. Let's start up here with the AFC North. I had this the Pittsburgh Steelers going six and eleven. Is their defense really gonna let them go six and eleven? I think Big Ben de- deteriorates as the season goes along. But in September, October, even as old as he is, he's gonna be ready to go. His body's gonna be fresh. I think they go up to eight and nine. Bengals I had him at five and twelve. I'm gonna bump him up to six and eleven. I don't think. They're in like that Lions, Texans, Eagles category necessarily. I think they're kind of with the Jets, kind of six and eleven for the Bengals. Uh, had the Texans going four and thirteen. That was a little much. I had the Texans going zero and seventeen. I don't see with Tyrod Taylor how they're really going to win a game. They may win one, but I just I don't see it right now. Uh. The Dolphins, instead of going eleven and six, I have them going to go ten and seven. I think eleven and six is a little too much. Tua is still young. Uh, defense is still improving. They did get Xavier Howard back, so that's really good. But I still have the Dolphins as second in the division. The Chargers, eleven and six, that's way too much. Justin Herbert is amazing. They Chargers improved everywhere, every every uh side of the field. They've improved. However. 11 and 6 is just too much right now. 10 and 7 seems like the spot. Broncos 5 and 12. You know, the Broncos, I, I did my top 10 defenses the other day, and they are in that list. They have the best secondary in the NFL. I, I have questions about their offense, but they do have Jerry, Judy, and Noah Fant. They have weapons. They just need a quarterback and a running back. 
I have them going eight and nine. I, I like their Broncos a lot more than most people this season. Uh, I have, instead of the Vikings going seven and ten, I have them going eight and nine. Despite how hard their schedule is, I think they're going to do a little bit better than seven and ten. They're just too good of a team not to at least get on a regular season around five hundred. And the Lions, instead of three and fourteen, I have them going five and twelve. Panthers, instead of going eight and nine, nine and eight. Panthers will go nine and eight. They will be third in the division. They'll tie the Saints at record, but the Saints will win that tiebreaker. And Falcons, new offensive head coach, Matt Ryan, I think he's going to play well this season. I think Calvin Ridley is a young star. Falcons, seven and 10 instead of six and 11. Washington football team, here is a big one. Instead of the Cowboys winning the division, I have Washington football team winning the division at 9-8. and eight. Cowboys fans, you guys are going to go 8-9. and nine. Here's the thing, guys. The Cowboys defense is horrific, right? Am I right? Washington football team is arguably top five in the NFL. Cowboys had their quarterback position figured out. That's fine. Washington don't. Terry McLaurin's a better uh, receiving target than anybody the Cowboys have. Antonio Gibson's great. Zeke deals with some injuries. Antonio Gibson hasn't really dealt with any injuries yet. I see Washington winning the division for the second straight season. Giants, defense is too good. Sadly, I'm a fan of Daniel Jones. Sadly, I feel like this is going to be his last season with the uh, Giants. However, I think they still go 6-11. 5-12 is way too low for them. And I had the Rams at 12-5, and, and I had the 49ers being second in that division at 12-5. and five. I'm going to bump the 49ers down to 11-6, and six, and I think they're going to be third in the division behind the Seahawks. They did bring uh, 19 or 22 starters back but from, the Super Bowl, from their Super Bowl year, but... I, yeah, that's it. So to wrap up the AFC number one, AFC. Okay, so the AFC number one is the Chiefs. Two is the Ravens. Three is the Bills. Four is the Titans because they won that division. Uh, five is the Browns. Six is the Dolphins. And seven is the Chargers. Number one is the Buccaneers, two is the Rams, three is the Packers, four is the Cowboys, five is the 49ers, six is the Seahawks, and seven is the Cardinals. That was my original for the NFC, now my new for the NFC, instead of the Cowboys. At first, it would still go the same, Bucks, Rams, Packers, Washington football team. Then I'll have the Seahawks above the 49ers, the 49ers at six, and the Cardinals at seven. Let's go through the playoffs really quick. The Ravens would beat the Chargers, Bills would beat the Dolphins, and Browns would beat the Titans. This is really fast, I'm sorry. Rams would beat the Cardinals, Packers would beat the 49ers in a really good game, and the Seahawks would beat the Washington football team. And what I think could actually be a really close game. So the Chiefs would beat the Browns, and the Ravens, I've expressed this before, I think the Ravens will beat the Bills. I don't think it's going to be the same AFC Championship matchup this year. I think the Ravens are going to beat the Bills. 
And I think the Bucks will beat the Seahawks. And then I think the Rams will beat the Packers. And Rodgers' last game is a Packer. And the Rams beat the uh, Buccaneers. Chiefs beat the Ravens. And then Chiefs-Rams, as I have expressed before. Guys, if I went too fast, I am very sorry. I hope I gave you the content you guys wanted. I wanted to express my opinions on some stuff and give my wrap up my NFL predictions and all that. Thank you guys for listening today. It's been a fun one. I can't wait to go over here and talk about the Panthers and Hornets podcast. That may be here in a little bit. I think I'm going to do that around 5 p.m., 6, 7 p.m. Love you guys. Thank you for listening. As always, peace.